Blog Talk Radio. Hello, and welcome to 219 Green Connect, where we explore topics about the environment and green living in Northwest Indiana. I'm your host, Kathy Sipple, and with me today I have Shane Hansen. He is the new market manager at Michigan City's Farmers Market. Shane is not only the market manager, but he's also the owner of a 13 acre organic farm himself. He's uh, trying some new fresh ideas this season and I invited him on the show to just talk a little bit about what he is doing. Before I introduce Shane and let him talk though, I would like to give a shout out to our show sponsor, Metro Recycling. If you're ever wondering, you know, where can I recycle some things that don't get collected on the curbside box, you might just want to try wheredoirecycle.com. Metro Recycling recycles more than what you can do curbside, and the great news, you get paid. So please check out Metro Recycling at wheredoirecycle.com. Recycle, be green, and get more green by getting paid. So with that, I'd like to welcome Shane Hansen. Thank you so much, Shane, for joining me today. Great. Thanks for having me. So tell us a little bit about the market, if people have not you know, been there before or they're from outside the area and maybe, you know, wanting to, to stop by and check it out themselves. Just give us some specifics and maybe the hours, the, the season, that kind of thing. Yeah, so the uh, Farmer's Market in Michigan City uh, just opened this past Saturday. We're uh, open on Saturday mornings from 8 a.m. till 1 p.m. every Saturday until October 31st. And uh, it's a Farmer's Market that's been going on for about 22, 23 years now. Um, and it's over on 8th and Washington, uh, just steps away from uh, Lake Michigan and uh, right over there by the uh, South Shore train. It's, uh, it's a nice little area, and we have about uh, 25 vendors this year, ranging from everything this year, organic produce to conventional farmers to um, mushroom gatherers and uh, those that make uh, natural body products and even dog treats this year. <laughs> Wow, well, that's cool. I did not know about the mushroom gathers. That's a special interest of mine. Definitely going to have to check that out. Very cool. Yeah, it would be really great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, again, you're not just the market manager, but you're also a farmer yourself. Can you just share with us a little bit about what drew you into farming and, you know, kind of what it means to you? Sure. Um, I uh, originally am from Michigan City. Uh, I moved to Chicago uh, when I was 16, and uh, I lived there for 18 years. And over the last five years of living there, I started volunteering at farmers markets and got more involved in the community, and uh, started working at uh, urban farms and, and gardens in the area, and just fell in love with the whole idea of growing my own produce and helping others out that uh, didn't have food that is grown without uh, pesticides and naturally. And uh, so then I just started researching farming and uh, started volunteering on farms. Then I ended up uh, deciding that I wanted to become a farmer and uh, started looking in the area and ended up finding something in New Carlisle, Indiana, uh, 13 acres, and I decided to become an organic farmer. I, I basically, uh, as soon as my lease was up at my uh, my apartment in Chicago, I ended up uh, moving to Indiana and now I'm a farmer, I guess. Um, and uh, I uh, am a vendor at Michigan City's Farmers Market the last couple of years, and that's how I got involved with becoming the uh, the manager there. Great. Well, that was very cool. 
and I don't want to uh, put you on the spot here, but you you sound like a pretty young guy. Is that would that be accurate? You don't have to share your exact age if you don't wish to. Yeah, I, I am in my thirties. Uh, okay. So I mean, for for most farmers, I think that uh, might be a little little young since uh, you know a lot of our you know, older farmers now and and their kids are not really. Uh, into the whole farming, a lot of them have moved away from, you know, the farm and into bigger cities and stuff and just um, just haven't found it beneficial for them. And that's something that bothered me as well. And uh, part of our program that we have at our farm is that we have uh, interns from colleges and uh, we also take volunteers that volunteer for the summers to come out there and learn about farming, organics, uh, sustainability. And, uh, you know, this year we have... Uh, two interns coming um, to work all season, and uh, one is from Ohio and one is from Iowa. And wow. uh, they live on the farm, and they work about, you know, 30 hours a week or so and free room and board, and we we also pay them as well. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's a great educational opportunity for those that are interested and just see if this is actually a move they want to make out of school or, you know, if they want to get into something a little different. But it's a great opportunity. Well, that's great. So um, I'm sorry if, if you did say this and I missed it, but were you working um, at, in any other kind of a job previous to becoming a farmer, or what? You know, what was your background? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I um, I was working for well, I consulted for marketing agencies, and um, I still do so. In more so, in, I, I mean, I do it all year round, but I more so do it in the winter time. Um, you know, when we're kind of off season. And uh, it's mostly experiential marketing, so it's not so much the traditional stuff. And uh, so I've been doing that for about nine years now. Okay, great. Well, I'm sure that um, becomes pretty useful for you helping to market the the market as well. Does that kind of play into some of your new and fresh ideas? Or why don't you tell us a little bit about what you've got in store? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, some of the stuff that uh, when I first started volunteering my services of just helping with the marketing. Um, you know, I, I saw the potential of the, the farmer's market, and the manager had stepped down this past year. And uh, she and the Michigan State Main Street Association uh, asked me if I might like to interview for the management position, and uh, so I did. And uh started sharing some of my ideas and stuff that I wanted to do this year uh, based on my experience as a vendor. And um, so some of the things that I'm doing was the very first thing was I put out a survey to find out what the wants and needs of the community was. And I was happy to see that a lot of people wanted more organic vendors. Um, They wanted to know that their farmers are truly growing what they say they're growing. Uh, They also wanted local produce and ensure that, you know, that everything was brought in within 100 miles of the farmer's market. So, with these results, yeah, that was a concentration of ours is to ensure that the vendors there uh, you know, this year and, you know, coming years is that they are farmers bringing in their own uh, produce and they're not purchasing at a wholesaler or anything like that. Uh, we do have an 80-20 rule where 80% of it has to be grown on your farm and 20% can be brought in from another. And instances like that that I like to share is that sometimes there's just crop failure or you might just have immature, say, blueberry plants that uh, just are not producing enough of the demand. So getting them from your neighbor or, um, you know, another farmer uh, it coincides with that 80-20 rule. So the farmer doesn't take in a complete loss. So we're pretty understanding in that situation. Um, and uh, 
this year, uh, we're also, we changed the layout a little bit. Um, so we moved everybody around, but it creates a, a better flow and, and program for the uh, consumers so they get to see more and uh, it's better for the vendors as well because they have uh, different areas of, uh, of exposure. So we're, we're looking forward to that as well. Great. Well, it sounds, sounds wonderful. Um, you know, you did mention local is being defined by a radius of 100 miles, and, you know, that certainly is pretty easy to, to measure or determine. And you said that uh, the survey results showed that people wanted more organic produce. When, when you make that determination about organic, uh, you know, I know this is kind of a hot question, do, does the whole farm need to be certified organic or do people have to just verify that they follow organic practices, whether or not their, you know, their land has been certified as organic or how, how would that work? Um, we allow um, some farm. I mean, we'll allow any farmer, you know, to sell at the farmer's market um, to be certified organic. Some farms uh, might only just have their field certified, or they might just have, say, their livestock certified. So there's different, I guess, levels and stuff of what people might be interested in, um, and it's also based on financials too. It might not be lucrative for them to have, say, their laying hens certified, but it's better to have their produce uh, certified. Um, but uh, at the farmer's market itself, we just ask that any farmer um, that is certified produce uh, their certificate, and then they can advertise that it's certified organic. Uh, gotcha. So we do regulate that. Um, and then there is also, the, with the organic rules, is that uh, farmers that do not sell more than $5,000 a year can say that they are organic uh, by advertising it. Okay, okay. It's, it's a pretty lengthy process too, isn't it, to become organically certified? Yeah. So if you've never been um, certified before and you've been farming, it takes uh, three years uh, to transfer over to um, organic. Um, so you have to be farming organically for three years, and then you can get certified as long as you uh, follow all the rules. Um, fortunately, uh, there is uh, grants out there that actually um, will finance up to 75% of your organic certification. So the finance part of it uh, is very helpful, um, you know, through the government um, grants. The in the paperwork, uh, a lot of people. Um, don't necessarily like it, but as long as you keep track of things, it's it's not really that bad to be honest with you. As long as you keep good good notes um, and uh, you're abiding by the the rules, it's not too bad, I don't think. Okay, okay, good. So, um, well, you yourself obviously have invested in in doing that for your own farm, is that right? Yes. Um, so this will be our third uh, our third year. So we um, will be certified this year. So we have everything ready to go, and uh, we just wait, need to wait for an inspector to uh, come out and take a look at everything and make sure we're good to go. Well, so that's, that's uh, something that we are doing, yeah. And can I name, or can we, you share the name of your own farm? Would that be appropriate? Yeah, absolutely. It's called Rainfield Farm, and it's located in New Carlisle. It's about uh, 70 miles outside of Chicago. And um, it's about 20 minutes from Michigan City. 
and I'm looking at the pictures on your Facebook page, and i got to say that looks like some gorgeous asparagus that you've got going on. It's <laughs> <laughs> absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. You posted that just yesterday, I think, and you've got purple, you've got green. It just is really nice. Is that something that people could see at the market next weekend? Um, we're hoping to, uh, with the market op- opening last weekend, um, and this being my first year as a manager, our uh, our farm will not be ready to uh, to be set up until June. So, um, just because I'm concentrating my efforts on the farmers market first, sure. but um, sure. we will be opening our farm stand up out at the uh, the farm, so people can pick stuff up there. Great. Um, Great. But yeah, the the, the asparagus uh, and just because I'm not there, other vendors will have asparagus available. It is the season. So I was trying to get out there and pick what I could before these uh, upcoming rains because I knew those things would pop up pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that's really, really great, though. And I you know, commend you for the work that you're doing and just being a really good steward of your own land and just helping people you know, get more helpful choices in and around Michigan City. And it, it, I think that's really wonderful, too, that you honored your marketing roots by issuing a survey. You know, instead of just coming in and being heavy-handed, guessing what needed to be done, you asked the people who shop there, which I think is a really smart idea. <laughs> so you you know that you're in alignment with what people want. Yeah, we um, we are trying to think of the, uh, the community, obviously, um, even with, you know, the layout and everything, and I, you know, I know we moved some people around, so some people were a little upset with that. But also, the city and Michigan City Main Street is is really behind us. And uh, one of the programs that are doing this year is called Agriculture, where they've taken old farm equipment from farms throughout Indiana, and they have artists uh, creating these great sculptures that. Um, will also be interactive, such as like seeding and stuff. So they are going to be bringing those into the farmer's market as well. Um, so it's more or less trying to create more of a, a public place for the community. Um, and uh, so it's it's just a, such a unique uh, event that happens, you know, a, a farmer's market that is it's weekly, it's all summer, it's a great place to just meet your neighbors, have a cup of coffee, you get to talk with farmers, you get fresh produce, there's entertainment, there's workshops, it's just it's just a really great unique event that happens on, you know, a weekly basis. So, um, you know, with all these new changes and stuff and to have uh these other organizations uh supporting it, it's it's very, you know, heartfelt. Very cool. Well that's great. Um, you know, I I just think I've been there myself a few times and I, I live in Valparaiso, so it's usually a little easier for me to go to my own, you know, local farmers market. But I totally concur with what you're saying. It's it's fun to get to know your farmers, get to know your neighbors and just eat seasonally, eat locally. You know, it's just attuning yourself to what is actually available rather than what's being shipped all over the place and you know, often picked unripe and ripened on the truck and all these, you know, additional fuel costs that are attached to your food. You know, you're kind of eating petroleum. I don't want to get too political here. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's just it's just nice. I mean, you just feel healthier. It feels better. It feels more, you know, normal and natural. So I think that's that's got to be just uh, commended. Um, so I'm curious, too. Now, you lived in Chicago, say again, for how long? You uh, you about 18 years. 18 years, okay. Mm-hmm. And so you said you had some experience with urban gardens and, and things like that. 
how did you find that experience to differ, you know, obviously besides the size and probably the scale between, you know, that and now having a 13-acre farm? Like what, what experience did you bring from that that you found helpful and what have you just found was, you know, really, really different? So the working with the in, in, at the urban farms, um, you obviously don't have a lot of space. Mm-hmm. So the growing methods are a little different, and um, you utilize everything that you you can to to grow as much produce as possible on that little space. And that was very intriguing to me. It was just amazing to that uh, they were able to, to do what they could do and through even just the little, like, um, hoop houses and stuff that they would put up and just the way that they they farmed in general uh, so extensively. And yet they were still rebuilding their soil structure without damaging it, which I was just, uh, you know, I just baffled. It was great. And I took that into the farm that I currently have is that I have 13 acres, but I'm only utilizing about two acres for um, food production um, in the sense of produce the and I'm able to utilize what I learned with the urban farming is that um, I, they're almost like gardens instead of huge fields and as soon as something's coming out something else is going in and um, you know we're, we're constantly moving things around and then uh, you know, we're still able with that method. We're still still able to put some plots at rest to rebuild that soil structure. So even though we might not have our produce uh, growing, we might be growing field peas where it's rebuilding, you know, a green manure or something of that nature. And then we move our chickens in, and so they are then fertilizing and taking out weed seeds and stuff like that. Um, and that's something that I, I learned from urban farming, and um, well, just the difference, though, is that obviously two acres is a lot larger than the city lot. So, um, uh, you know, I'm working with bigger equipment, and uh, there's a lot more weed pulling, and it's a lot more work. So I, I do truly appreciate, you know, those that do come out and volunteer and help out, and, uh, you know, our interns are great as well. So I definitely uh I do commend them. So um, that that is a big difference. Uh, but really, you know, from a small scale to a large scale, there's not much difference in, in terms of managing it. It's just instead of planting X amount of plants, you're producing this many. Um, so you have a little bit more freedom there. But I think the greatest thing is that uh, it's always changing, you know, just when you think you have the hangout, it's, uh, somebody throws you through a loop. So uh, it's it's exciting. It's one of the few things that, uh, as I say, that I'm really rewarding. Very cool. Well, I, it's just funny. I don't have a lot of experience with urban, you know, agriculture, but just last night I was in Chicago for an event at Uncommon Ground, um, and I got to meet the owner, Helen Cameron. I don't know if you've ever had occasion to meet her, but, I mean, they, they won an award for World's Greenest Restaurant in 2013, and she gave us a tour of their rooftop garden, which is 700 square feet, and it was just amazing to see what she was able to, to do with that space. You know, it's all raised beds. It's, you know, very vertically oriented, and, you know, I used to live in the Loop in Chicago, and from there I moved to Five Acres in Valparaiso, from there, I moved into a small house in downtown Valparaiso and did a lot of <laughs> container gardening and community gardening. And now we moved again last year 
in June to kind of just a smallish, you know, regular, quote-unquote, suburban kind of yard. And so it it is interesting. Like, as I've been challenged with my, my space available, I've tried to make the most of it, and I feel like I have learned, you know, good habits from the challenges, you know, that each situation uh, kind of gave for me. So it, it sounds like your learnings have been maybe similar. Do you do you see urban agriculture having a place, you know, let's say in a more urban area like Michigan City, or do we just have so much farmland that 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 may not be so necessary? No, I, I definitely don't count it out. Um, even just uh, the uh, aquaponics, even right here in New Buffalo, Michigan, um, you know, and I believe there's one in Portage as well. Uh, you, you know, those uh, they seem to be pretty successful. I see their products all the time at uh, different uh, grocery stores and stuff. So um, I think that's great. And uh, I, I see more people moving to, um, you know, the downtown area of Mission City for, for the Main Street area on Franklin. So uh, they have the new artist uh, lofts going up. So when, um, you know, those residents don't necessarily have a yard, so having some kind of community garden would be really great for them to, you know, get out of the house, uh, grow their own produce, and, uh, you know, just play in the soil a little bit. Um, so I, I definitely never count out gardening or, or farming in, you know, downtown areas and just really urban uh places because even in Chicago, um, you know, just because it's larger um, doesn't really make it any different, I don't think. So, you know, seeing people out in their front yards or having doing container gardening or even, you know, in a city lot, uh, I don't think it's much different than, you know, doing something in Michigan City, even though there is farmland around. Uh, some people just choose to not want to manage all that property, but still want to have a nice garden. Well, that's Good to hear. I'd love to see it. I think it's really good for your soul just to see something green and see something growing that you eat and then hopefully compost the waste and, you know, return it to the circle. (laughs) And uh, I just want to take a moment to to, uh, thank our other sponsor, and that sponsor, I'll be transparent here, is my own organization, and it's CoThrive.org. It's a new online intentional community that I've developed to help people who are non-traditional marketers, people like some of the ones that we've been talking about, farmers, artists, um, solopreneurs, people that are trying to make a difference in the world and may not have marketing as their first you know, strength. It's a, I call it an online intentional community, and it's based on permaculture principles because agriculture is pretty important to me. And with permaculture, you follow the energy. So we kind of look at what are you good at, how can you make the most of your your brand, and we support one another and help to build one another up. So you can find out more about that at cothrive.org. You can get a 30-day free trial by just going to uh, the blog area, and it's the last post. So please take advantage of that if you'd like to to join us and check it out for 30 days to see if it could help you. So back to Sean. We've got Shane. I'm sorry, Shane. We've got just a couple more minutes, and I just am wondering if you could tell people anything else about changes you've got planned for the year or what you're excited to see coming to the market this summer. Absolutely. Um, Well, some of the uh, other changes that we've done is uh, we've created a website, 
and try to give a little bit of um, brand identity to the Michigan City Farmers Market. Um, on the website now, you can learn more about the, uh, the various farmers and vendors that are at the market, and you can connect with them directly through our website. So if uh, you, you want to pick up product from them during the week or um, just want to get in touch with them and have questions, uh, it's a great way to, to connect with your local uh, your vendors. Um, some other things, too, is that uh, every week we have uh, nonprofits that will uh, um, be joining us, and they uh, are advertising their, you know, company um, or organization, and um, so they'll be out there, but you can also connect um, with them on our uh, website as well under our calendar, so you can find out what's going on every weekend. Um, and, uh, yeah, we have a little bit of everything going on this thing, uh, year with, uh, you know, various uh, workshops, learning uh, how to compost, um, which is one of your favorites. Um, we, <laughs> uh, we're also doing, um, you know, learning how to start seeds and little things like that out there. So um, we have that, and then we have some entertainment as well that will be joining us this summer. So um, we are still booking uh, chef demos, so if uh, any chefs would like to come out and do a demonstration and talk about their business as well, it's a great opportunity to connect with people that are, are interested in, you know, obviously food, and uh, so it's a perfect demographic. Yeah, I bet. Um, and let's just tell people the, the website. It's michigancityfarmersmarket.com. Is that correct? That is correct. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's a beautiful looking site. I mean, really, really nice. And it's, you know, it just looks like you've breathed a breath of fresh air into it. It was, you know, a nice experience before, but I can tell that a marketer has put their <laughs> their touch on the whole experience. <laughs> and I, you know, commend you for your efforts. I think it looks like you're bringing really, you know, great ideas and great experiences to Michigan City. And I, for one, plan to come and check it out. So want to thank you for your efforts and for being here with me today. So how was yeah, the market it. <laughs> on the opening day? Was uh, this past Saturday, is that right? Yeah, it was this uh, past Saturday. Um, this is our uh, kind of a, a soft opening. Um, we were originally going to open uh, this coming weekend, but we opened for some of the vendors uh, a week early because of uh, the way that Mother's Day fell this year. Uh, um, it gives them an extra week to uh, sell plants and things of that nature for mom. So um, with that being around the corner, uh, you still have another Saturday to come by and pick up some great plants and uh, other items that your your mothers might enjoy. <laughs> great, great. Well, it looks, looks like all good things, and I just love this time of year when things are greening up and we can you know, dig into fresh produce again, and it's a great experience. Anything else you'd like to share before we wrap up? No, I just would, uh, you know, encourage everyone to come out, and even if it's not our farmers market, you know, support your your community and uh, and farmers in general. And uh, if you can come out to ours, I'm more than happy to have you. And would love if you stop by the management booth and introduce yourself and say hi. I'm there every Saturday. <laughs> Do you happen to know a, a good way for people to find their their local farmers market if if they're not? familiar. I know there's localharvest.org, which gives you a lot of farms. I'm not sure if that shows farmer's markets, too. Yeah, local harvest is a good way to uh, find farmer's markets. Um, a lot of times, just uh, typing in, you know, just searching uh, on the Internet, just typing in 
farmer's market with your particular city, usually the, the city will uh, support it in some way and link you to um, information on the farmer's market. Thank you so much again. And if you're just uh, joining us, you've been listening to another episode of 219 Green Connect, where we talk about the environment and green living in northwest Indiana and beyond. So I want to thank Shane Hansen, Market Manager at Michigan City Farmer's Market, for being my guest today and just sharing with us some of his own experiences with organic farming and some of the new ideas that he's bringing to the market. So go check it out. And if you happen to have heard about the Michigan City Farmer's Market from 209 Green Connect, go find Shane and tell him you heard him on the radio. (laughs) So we'd love to get the word out and uh, hopefully encourage everybody to share. If you like what you're hearing, we do talk about local food issues, and you can go through past archives. We do have past archives on iTunes or wherever you subscribe to podcasts. Okay, that's all we have time for for now. But thank you again, and have a great day.